Yeah. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yago Rambles, and Merry Christmas to you all. A day late and a dollar short, but uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. It's a different kind of Christmas. Hope you weren't uh, keeping away because you had the sniffles and you were so afraid that somebody in your family was going to get sick. Because, you know, after a couple of years, you know, the cold and flu season doesn't matter anymore. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. All right? It's all right. We've all been there. You've got a family member, some friends, or somebody that thinks you're insane for pointing out the obviousness of the nonsense. But it's okay. You, sir, are a denier. No, no. I just don't have any belief in culture or society anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just don't. Because when you start to come up with a a variant name like Omicron that sounds like you are a Decepticon from Transformers, I just can't take you seriously. I mean, I personally never took them seriously uh, before this. But if you take it seriously at this point, I mean, you're... Your stage of denial is so deep that I don't know if there's any coming back for you. But the good news is, there's redemption. There is redemption, you know. If you th- if you got the vaccine, you thought you made a bad choice. You're right. <clears throat> you did. Um, oh, you're talking about, Matt? This is what science has to say. Science is my god. Um, you know... The people that I know in my life, myself included, yeah, I used to hate religion, right? I grew up Catholic, right? People were like, ah, screw religion. It's just about being good people. And about, yeah, you know, we get it. But, you know, what science has become is the same thing the church became that you hated so much, and now you're just doing it in a different way, thinking that for some reason that makes more sense than the church you grew up in. I'm not defending churches. I'm not uh, condemning them either. I just, I don't care for any church because it's always run by the same things. Man, and man's corrupted. So, or easily corrupted, I should say. But, uh, you know, it's good to hear that some people that I know who got the vaccine are regretting it now. You know, like my future brother-in-law. He got the vaccine, and he did it for a couple of scared, dumb reasons. And now he, you know, he's not going to vaccinate his kids, which is smart. And uh, he realizes it's bullshit. And, uh... You know, good, because I could tell you all day you won't believe me because I'm just a guy. But if it comes from the lips and hearts of people, which is weird. You know, I don't understand. Now, hold on. Let me backtrack here real quick. I do understand why people don't listen to their God-given instincts and that little pit in your gut. Because they want everybody to tell them what to do so they can take the responsibility off themselves. And that's the truth, folks. Everybody wants the responsibility to be off themselves. So what do they do? They let someone else tell them what to do and they go, well, that guy told me what to do, so it's okay. So I don't have to think, you know, act or behave a different way or say what's really on my mind or tell, you know, say that something's wrong in my soul. It's fine. And because the hard road is actually admitting that you don't believe everything that you're told is being, you know, the truth, and obviously reality is not lining up with the story that you're told on the news or the internet, guys. Come on, let's be honest. Two years now, 800,000 people died. Uh, Wasn't it a lot more? Like, you know, that first six months, they were just kind of throwing numbers in there? 800,000 people died in two years? 
Guys, 3,500 people die each day of heart disease. Can you times that by two years for you? Can you do you know how much that is? I'll do it real quick. We bust out the calculator just to give you an idea. You're like, oh, it's worth shutting the world down, masking my children, getting a vaccine in my arm that's going to have some side effects that probably nobody knows of yet. But guess what? I got some stories for you. And uh, these are true. A lot of people dying suddenly. Nobody cares. Old people, young people, everybody in between. That's not odd. No, it's not odd at all. Okay, so 365 times 3,500 people a day. That's 1.2775 million people a year. Times two. So that's two point five 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 million two two million five hundred fifty five thousand people died from just heart disease okay so eight hundred thousand okay let's uh let's do this let's just let's just have some fun minus eight hundred thousand people that's still one point seven five five million people more than have died from corona from heart disease and people seem to care more about it than anything else it's pretty fucked up don't you think <laughs> I'm just pointing out some so, some obvious truths for you folks that you do not like to hear. And, I, and you know what? I'm not gloating either. I'm not condemning. Look, look. What makes this is one thing that I've I've seen a lot of people do that are on that whole side of I oh, don't. If you wear a mask, you know they're calling people masturbators and all this stuff. Look, you were scared at one point too, and just because you know better now doesn't mean you get to condemn other people. I know this from my experiences with all kinds of addictions and things. So, what happens is people are allowed to be wrong. You have to let them be wrong. They will not understand what it is you're telling them until they experience it for themselves. And that go, that's how I have learned, and this is where I speak from when I talk about these things, because it's from the experiences and things I've witnessed in my own life. Not the world or what's told on the internet, but things in my life that got me to this point of how I see the world and how I view what's going on. And, you know, if you would have told 20-year-old me this, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have been putting on a mask at the vex. I know. You couldn't have told 20-year-old me to not step on the landmines that I did at the time I did when I was 20 years old because I was going to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do anyway because that's what I always did. So, people have the right to be wrong let them be wrong what is great about that is once they realize they're wrong that's when they can shift you know and you don't condemn them if they come open arms and go wow i made a mistake and i need some help you don't condemn them because they didn't see it because you saw it when you did you actually go great come on over we love you it's all going to be all right. You welcome them with open arms, folks. That's how you treat people with actual compassion in this world. Not this bullshit shit that we were grew up with, with all the, you go to your therapist, your psychoanalysis, bullshit. You know, the only psychotherapist that actually ever made sense was Carl Jung because he believed you had to have a little bit of intellect, but also the spiritual element with it. And without that, there's no healing for you and your soul. It was obvious to him. Know your own darkness. Then you can see the darkness in others. And if you haven't gotten to the bottom of your own shit, you don't get to tell anybody else what to do ever. And you don't get to condemn them for a decision that you not that long ago believed was to be true. You know, I know there's a fuck ton of people. A fuck ton of people. See, now, 
I knew it was bullshit from day one. So did my woman. We did, because we can see bullshit a mile away. And when you say that, when things are happening, people think you're insane. They call you crazy. You lose 100 plus people on your Facebook page. They don't want to hear it. Now, people are looking at that like, oh, I, I, some things have happened. It might be that. And that's okay. I'm not mad. I've learned to accept it and let it go. The fact that, you know, you can't, you can't convince people until they experience it for themselves. It's just the way it is. And now there's a lot of folks who got a vaccine that are regretting it. There's a lot of folks having problems with the vaccine. Except my brother-in-law regrets it now. He thought it was dumb. And, you know, hopefully he got one of the placebo ones. And yes, guys, there are placebo ones out there. Sorry. Sorry. There, there are some out there that's probably just saline solution that they pumped you with. You know, it's, I don't know how random it is, but you don't know what's in that vial. Neither do the people that are pumping it into it. It just shows up. It just shows up wherever it's at, and you're like, oh, I know what's in this vial. No, you don't. There's another woman, the security guard to my lady's grandparents' association. On November the 18th, I have an exact date, a football-sized tumor appeared on her stomach. Literally, on November 18th, she started having problems, and it got to the size of a football in a matter of a couple weeks. She just had surgery, um, I believe, last week to remove it. So she knows the date. She's like, November 18th, I started having problems. She got vaccinated, and all a, a football-sized tumor that just appeared out of nowhere on her stomach. She looked like she was pregnant, guys. I witnessed this with my own two fucking eyes, okay? And she's like, I just can't wait to get this thing removed. And, you know, I kept my mouth shut. I'm not about to be like, oh, did you get, you know, <laughs> do you think maybe it's because you got vaccinated? <laughs> Nobody thinks about that? You never, maybe, you know? It's like people who get lung cancer know why they got lung cancer, right? They smoked their whole life for the most part, right? They're smoking fucking tobacco since they were 12, you know, and then all of a sudden they got stage four lung cancer when they're 35, 40 years old. It's because they smoked your whole life. It's no surprise. Is it possible at least? Is it not? I'm saying is it not at least possible that when a football-sized tumor appears on your stomach that it may have to do with that crazy shot that you got, um, shortly before that and not knowing what was in it that might not be a side effect here's another one my future sister-in-law has like a weird bumpy looking rash on her stomach she might be having a reaction is that the kind of risk you want to take i mean like potential death and it doesn't matter because you know what death isn't the end folks i'm telling you there's 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 something after this existence however i believe this world to be more of a, a test you are being tested whether you want to believe it or not, you can go believe science. You know, you know, I'm not saying believe in a religion or anything like that. I choose to believe in God. I've always believed in God. I grew up, even as a kid, I can feel that there was something in this world, and I think children do have a better connection to it than humans. Um, humans. <laughs> Adults. Because I think after you cross over that adolescent and you go through all your changes, you kind of lose part of that connection. Because I see my son. My son is the happiest 10-month-old baby. Like, he wakes up, he just looks, he starts smiling when he sees me. He's happy to be awake. He's happy to be crawling around and doing stuff and just fucking giggly all the time. Like, how can I not look at that and think there's more to this world? He hasn't been poisoned by all the experiences that I've had or any of this stuff. He's fucking pure. Pure. And if you don't think that's real, you're fucked up. And you might as well keep injecting poison into yourself until you're no more, okay? Because you don't need to be here. Oh, it was kind of cold.
but I don't regret saying it because it's true. I believe you get everything you deserve, and that sounds cold, but you know what? I got everything I deserved in my life. I made a lot of dumb choices in my life, a lot of mistakes, a lot of pain, and I abused the shit out of myself. Everything that happened to me was because of my choices. It was nobody's fault. It wasn't my parents' fault. It wasn't my circumstances. It wasn't the world. It was my choices. My attitude got me that. Now I reflect on that. Again, you couldn't have told me this when I was younger, even though I knew the answers when I was younger because I was told it, but then I just didn't believe it and I didn't live it and I didn't practice it. Now I do it as a grown-ass man, and I'm going to try to teach my son those best rules. He's going to fall. He's going to do some things, and he's allowed to because it's his journey now. But I don't have to be the one to expose him to him, you know? Not me. I'm not going to take my fucked up and pass it on to my son. I'm better than that today. You have to improve a little bit on what your parents lacked on. But parents did a lot of great things. They did some things that were shitty, though, that fucked me up, and I know this. And it wasn't just them. We're growing up in a fucking society now that's literally trying to rape children, um, you know, force sodomy on you, and all kinds of stuff. And don't get me wrong. I have nothing against... I love gay people. They're fun. But I know they're being used in terms of trying to get people to hate them. Just like, you know, when you realize that you shouldn't be wearing a mask all day, every day for years, and it's probably not good for your health, or does it protect anyone from anything, that when those people realize it, you don't go, you fucking stupid person, I told you so like a year and a half ago. You don't do that. You go... You're grateful that they had the realization that they were wrong and you welcome them back into your family with open arms and say, it's going to be all right. We'll be fine. Because everybody is on a journey and they have to be allowed to experience these things and they have to be allowed to be wrong. I had to be wrong so much in my life in order for me to see these truths. That's why I speak on it so... I. I say what I say. This isn't just, oh, he's saying what he thinks. He's got an opinion. I like when people are like, oh, these are, these are there's facts and there's opinions. I go, is there? Because there seems to be some pretty um, doctored facts out there right now, guys. And people buying into it, like, hands down, not even a single question. You know, that that's what just flips my mind and has from day one. Like, I mean, I know we've had the little... Uh, computer screens and f- smartphones, just like people staring at that. And, I mean, I called it years ago. When you see people walking around with their eyes glued to that, you know they're not there anymore. They are hypnotized, like literally. The little fucking screen on your phone is a liquid crystal display. Crystal balls, wizards, dude. You look into it, you gaze into the crystal ball. Mesmerizing. This isn't fucking bullshit. This isn't, oh, is our technology, man. It's just a thing. <laughs> I don't care. Shut up. Shut up. You're probably overweight, high right now, and thinking about killing yourself because you're on antidepressants. I don't want to hear from you. I hope you let go of all that shit and get your life in a, have a better quality of life. Trust me, I know. I'm not condemning you. But you don't get to tell me what's good for me, ever. Ever. When you haven't even figured that shit out. You haven't cleaned your room, bucko. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan Peterson, you fucking child rapist. No, I don't know. I don't know. There's some weird relationship with Jordan Peterson and his daughter. I mean, his daughter's dating, like, a, a porn star director. I mean, like, dad's... I mean, there's something weird there. And he, that, he, that's another thing, too, men. 
If you have daughters, you better fucking protect them. You have daughters. If I ever have a daughter, I swear to God, I will vet every man. Nobody's touching her. You know what I mean? You have to be protective of your family. I don't understand why people aren't. Especially your daughters. What is wrong with people? Ah, my son's a crusher. I can't wait to have more. He's going to have probably... I'm probably going to have all boys because I had two sisters and a mom growing up, you know. It's okay. Um, I think it's... I think it, I'm turning it around with the men. So, don't condemn the people that have realized that, oh, shit, I made a mistake. You don't... You don't... This is a problem with... Uh, this is why I have no faith. See, I don't have faith or belief in our society or culture at all. None. I don't. I don't put any of it into it because it's 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 a false idol. It's bullshit. Put faith in God. All right? There. That's it. Well, what does that mean, Matt? means there's so many things in my life that I can't explain to you in words because, again, it's things that I've experienced over the course of the last seven years that I can't put it into words, but just let me tell you, has steered my life in, a, in the direction that it has been beneficial to everybody involved myself my family where i'm at because i have a grateful attitude today and and i don't it's just there's just so much to it guys and words can't fathom the things i've experienced the synchronicities you know look up what synchronicities are by carl jung you know it's called meaningful coincidences it's weird because there are no coincidences in this world none well isn't that weird i just no it's not no, it's not. If you're paying attention and listening, you will see things. It will tell you you're on the right path. And there is God, guys. It's just not a. It's just not the idea that we say like it's a guy who's gonna pop up next to you going, "Hey, what are you doing?" It, it's it's a force, and it, I don't know what. It, it's just a flowing energy through you, right? And when you're on the path, your path of righteousness and truth, you will see these little winks and nudges that go, "Just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be all right." And that makes me feel great and it doesn't make me live in fear and i'm not a fearful man today i'm grateful for that i i uh, i get to spend my first christmas with my son it wasn't the best christmas because a lot of different reasons family wasn't together you know some people were sick my sister's boyfriend allegedly has got karunu my nephew had foot and mouth disease we couldn't come home because of the you know, short weekend, and it's like, you know, I, and I love being a, you know, family, we, this first year ever, I never went home to my mom's, my mom and dad's, you know, there's always Christmas morning there, where we have breakfast, and open up, get, none of that happened, and I have to be okay with that, I, I the, where I suffer in my life, is the fact I like to hold on to things, as they are, and how I remembered them, and want to recreate them every time, every year, and, don't get me. Christmas is my favorite time of year. It always will be. Nothing has ever changed about Christmas. There's something wonderful about that holiday, and it's whether it's the music, the lights, doesn't matter. It's not about Santa and the gifts. It's something. There's a, a an energy about it. Uh, it makes you reflect on life, and people are in just a better mood that time of year. You know, we watched Christmas Carol, the '84 version, which is kind of hokey because it's got all that fantasy stuff you know 1984 the peak of all the fantasy movies you know never ending story and all that shit so it's got a lot of stupid effects i kind of prefer the old 1938 black and white version of that 
as far as uh, the adaptions to movies. The book's great. Um, and you all know the story, Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge, right? We all know. He had a bitter life, you know, and then he chose to take the safe road, which was like, I don't want to love. I, and you know what? Loving people hurts. Having a family hurts. But doing that selfish thing like Scrooge did and just being like, I just care about money stuff and things and I'm super successful. Nobody gives a fuck. At the end of the, at the end of your life, you die and you're alone. You know, we just went through like a legal thing with my, uh, my lady's aunt because we were renting from her and she tried to evict us, right? And fucking going through your own family member or house that she owned because an association has this thing. And the funny thing was when we talked to the neighbors there, the association voted on people who can rent it. They could have voted for us to stay, but she wanted her money and just to sell the house, even though when her grandmother died, said, you do right by your granddaughter, your niece. And her aunt took us to court. <laughs> like, who does? If you think that solving anything in your family, this is how you break up a family. You, you use the court system. If you do that, if you are that person, there's you're gonna in the long run of your life, you're gonna suffer big time in the long run. Maybe it seems like you're doing the right thing, and you could justify it all you want. But if you do that to your family, you'll do that to anybody, which means you're not a person of trust. You're not a person of faith. You're not a person to do anything for. You're evil. You're a demon. It's wrong. Again, I have no faith or belief in society, so I believe in none of that shit. Taking people to court, and all it is is paperwork, funny money, and stupid waste of time. It's a waste of time. You could be learning a skill, planting something in your garden, growing, taking care of... That's a waste of time. It's not right. It's bullshit. And now it's over, right? But it costs money, and, you know, it's bullshit. And now, that woman is dead to me and my family. She doesn't get to see her great nephew ever. And I don't care if she does because that's not that's not family, folks. No matter what happens in this world, no matter what the TV screens or the smartphones tell you or the internet or the bullshit stories, you never turn your back on your family. You never do that, ever. And if you are willing to do that to your family, you are not being gui- guided by the good in this world. You're being whispered to by the snakes and the serpents, my friends. So men, you need to protect your women from the snakes and the serpents, all right? You know, these aren't just stories that you hear. And even if they are a story, let's say it's a bullshit story, right? Adam and Eve. Let's just say that it's a fucking hokey thing. Well, let's analyze the story. When Adam is away, somebody comes into the woman and whispers stupid shit into her ear. And she's like, okay, because women are retarded. And I love you, women. I love my woman. But if there isn't a strong presence of a man there, to say no, because no is a very powerful word. And a lot of people, obviously, in the last two years, didn't know how to say no. So when you have a man there who's supposed to be the one who says no for the family because it trickles through through him, a woman is susceptible to anybody that's going to say anything to protect her because that's how the nature of this world is. Okay? So now Adam goes away, right? Snake comes in, eats some fruit from the tree, Adam's like, oh, no. And Adam was a bitch because he should have said no. And they were both at fault. It's not just the woman. So I'm not blaming women here for the fall of mankind. They're both at fault. That's why we all got fucked. Because it was a weak man and a woman who insisted on getting her way. You know what's great about um, 
you know what's really great about the Christmas Carol? In the middle of the book, you know, or movie, whatever one you prefer, might you just watch it because you can't fucking read anyway. <laughs> In the middle of the book, when he has the ghost of Christmas present, I love this part, when he shows the two kids under his robe, you know, the gangly-looking children, and he, the boy is ignorance and the girl is want. Beware of them both, but especially the boy. Do you know what that means? You know what Charles Dickens was trying to tell you? Ignorance and want. Don't be ignorant to things. Like, their ignorance exists in everybody. I'm ignorant when it comes to, you know, building a house. I don't fucking know how to do it. I don't even, I can't even, I can't even level out a picture frame. That's how ignorant I am when it comes to that. Okay? That's not where my skill set lies. But I'm okay with that. But the ignorance of, like, the state of the world, like, you know, right now where people are trying to tell you to, uh, you know, don't go to Christmas, wear three masks, get another booster. A booster again, guys. Three, four boosters now. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? It's going to be like getting your flu shot every year, and you have no idea what it's doing to you at all. And it's the most amazing spellcraft thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, I, I feel for the people doing it, and I know there's nothing that I can do other than keep speaking my experience on things in this world and my point of view and hopefully somebody listens and hears the message that I'm trying to tell them and they take that message and do something with it in their life that's it so ignorance and want want is the woman women want everything they want to go out they want to do activities they want 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 I want to take pictures with Santa I want to go out on a Christmas tree I want to go to the store I want to buy stuff I want a pillow I want some blanket. I, that's what women, women want shit. Men don't want a whole lot. I am perfectly content with anything. I'm grateful how, you know, I don't really, like, my woman got me a vest and some comfy shoes, and without it, I'd be like, huh, see, I wouldn't buy that shit for myself, but you know what, I'm grateful she did, because at the other end of the spectrum, I do my job, which is I say fucking no. Like, you don't get to tell me or my family what to do. You don't get to stick anything into my son that I allow, don't allow. No. 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 That's how easy it is, guys. Just say no. Take the ridicule. You're going to feel a little anxious. You're going to feel a little nervous. Somebody may try to fearfully pressure you into stuff. But if you were actually in tune with your instincts, your God-given fucking soul, you would know it's bullshit and you would have no fear. You would have no fear. But But you divert from it, don't you? You pivot from it and you go, I don't I don't want to believe it. I'm just going to let this, I don't want to, I'll do what the screen tells me because that's the right thing to do. No, it's not. You did the wrong thing. And it's okay. We still love you. Everybody loves you if you did the wrong thing. The great thing is that you have a chance for redemption and to turn it around. You honestly do. And have a better quality of life. So when you reflect on this at your old age, down the road, 10, 20 years from now, you go, Wow, I made some really... And don't... Pride will kill you before anything will, guys. Ignorance kills. Beware of ignorance. Thank you, Charles Dickens. Women are want, men are ignorance. And if you have an ignorant man with a woman who wants, you have a recipe for hell. And everybody's miserable. And then it's sometimes it's too late. You're like, uh-oh. Like when a man finally realized, like, maybe I should say no to my woman now. And then she doesn't respect you at all because you're not a man. Oh, what's a man, Matt? Uh, it's called just saying no. Like, you don't have to, like, literally 
kill people, you know, to protect your family. It's about decisions that are better. Like, I have to constantly vet what my woman is doing and to protect my son. There is a toy that I just threw out because it's a fucking wood phone. It, it was a part of a, a play set that he got for Christmas, and it's a fucking phone. And I go, this is going in the garbage. Why? Because you know why. And my woman's like, yeah, that's right. He should be looking at... We're, we do not put our son in front of any fucking screens. She puts a little veggie tails on sometimes in the on the TV, but I'm not letting my son get a fucking phone. I'm not letting him look at those screens because I know what it is. And if I sit, don't let... If I'm the one who allows my son to do that, whatever happens after that is on me. The decisions we make, guys, the hell we create for ourselves. But I know what that is, and he is not going to get it as long as he is under the care of me. And I have to make sure my woman follows my lead and doesn't undermine my bullshit, and that's how family works. Or you can do it the way it is today. Like, do everything the woman wants. You're a fucking weak man, and you're probably wearing a mask when you're going to the bathroom at a fucking play. You're a faggot. (laughs) And I don't mean that in, like, a gay way. I mean, like, you're weak, and you shouldn't be so weak. Okay? Have a femininity, guys. Get it. But don't be that weak to not say no because you want people to like you. We're not supposed to be liked, men. We're not. People are supposed to look at me like, you're a fucking asshole. You know what? I thought my brother-in-law was an asshole for years, but he always a fucking man. He had two kids that aren't retarded, you know? My my niece isn't a whore. Uh, my nephew's a really hardworking young man who just graduated high school. He's a good soul. You know, like, he, they created two good kids. Like, as far as a parenting job, they get an A+. And I don't even want to use that again because grading and assist, it's all bullshit. They did their job. Parenting. Parenting isn't giving your kids shit. It's going, you know what? You're not going to get a phone because I know what that's going to do to your brain. Oh, well, Matt, everybody has a phone now. You know what? I didn't have a phone when I was a kid. I was fucking fine. My parents didn't even know where I was for half the day. Don't give me that bullshit justification. You as an adult can't even put the fucking phone down because you're addicted. And addiction in all of its forms is bad. Whether it's alcohol, cell phones, pornography, it's all bad, guys. All of it. Every addiction is bad. The fact that the society... Again, I don't believe in society, so I'm going to tell you what the fuck I think. Binge-watching shows. You're promoting addiction, you retarded people. Are you not seeing that? Oh, no, Matt. It's just something we say. Can't you just have a sense of humor about it? Let's go binge-watch a show. You're promoting people's demise into addiction, and it's not funny. And I'm a bit biased, okay, because I I know. And I've seen people suffer from it. So when you sit there and go, let's binge watch something, these are addicting, you don't realize that you're you're getting programmed to just kind of brush aside people's addictions and think it's the world. It's not. You want to know what addictions and stuff keep you from? The light, guys. The good and the beautiful things in this world. The truth, reality, all of it. When you do those things. And it is a hard road. Because the easy road is to be like, you know, my kid's screaming. Maybe I should just put him in front of a a fucking screen. No. You're going to create 
so many ripple effects, guys. When when you throw a big fucking stone into a calm lake, it takes a while for that ripple to hit the shore. These aren't just metaphors. This is the truth. Be aware of that when you have children. I'm very protective of my son. I don't want strangers watching my son other than family. I don't trust you. I don't know you. That's not paranoia, guys. That's like, you have to make sure you're there so the serpents don't come in and whisper dumb shit. And don't act like this doesn't happen. You're like, oh, you were such a good boy. Then as a teenager, all of a sudden he kills people or kills himself or he's all into drugs and shit. And people are like, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I know what happened. You sucked as a parent. And you let society, because it was easier, to just go ahead and do it. The hard battle is to fight against the society and the culture that we have. And again, I have no faith in our society and culture. I have faith in God. People may hate you in the short term, but you know what? In the long term, they'll, they'll love you for it. I, what my parents did well, they did well. They were fucking good parents, man. What my mom said, like, when my mom said, you're going to fuck your dad, when your dad gets home, that meant something. Fearful or not, it made me at least go, you know what? There's consequences for my actions in this world, Okay. And it made me grateful as a man now. You know, I look back at my dad and I used to hate him um, like every fucking guy did as a teenager. Uh, as, a, as a boy, though, I loved him. Like, I, I was very fond of my dad. I looked up to him. Our relationship has never been the, the friends thing. <laughs> I mean, I think I gave my dad my fourth hug as an adult when he, they, him and my mom came out to visit for Christmas last week. I don't hug my dad. It's just how we are. But I know he loves me. I know he's proud of me. And he's happy to see the man I become. And that's what I'm going to do with my son. He'll love me, you know, as, as his dad, because I'm, I'm, I'm fun. But I'll still be his father. And I have to protect him and my family. And that's not a paranoia thing. That's, that's I, I've seen where th- the paths go. However, I'm not going to be super rigid about it. As In the point where I'm going to be like that guy who's like, don't do anything. Because that doesn't work. And you and also, because that's the families that me and my lady came from. She came from a family that was super rigid, like, didn't let her watch TV, this and that. And she rebelled because society pumped her brain full of shit. I came from the opposite, where my parents kind of just let me free roam and do everything. But then, you know, society was still pumping me full of shit. And then I eventually was like, we both ended up in hell. So it's not that either one of those ways is right or wrong, it's just neither one really works. You just kind of have to go, you know, if you if you know there's a snake in the room and you let your son touch the snake, you know, it's on you. Just like, don't let him give, give your kids a cell phone, guys. I don't care, you know, oh, well, you now you'll know where your kid is and you can find him. You should be more concerned about what that does to their mind than not being able to find them. If you're that concerned about it, find a different system. You know, maybe a flip phone, but not a smartphone. It's a difference. But no fucking phone where they can just sit there all day and jam themselves with all the bullshit that is pumped out to us day in, day out. I'm not even on the internet anymore. I don't watch fucking TV. I'm not on the internet. I'm barely on Facebook anymore. I just pop in, you know, and just seeing the headlines every day is enough for me to, you know, want to check email to be like, God damn. I don't know how people could sit there and stare and read and, oh, God. It's all bullshit. 
Protect your kids, folks. Because it's going to get even crazier in the next year or two. Public education's over. You know that. Don't try to save the sinking ship. And if you go to a place that masks your children, you are abusing them. You might as well go back in time, pull out a belt, and start beating the shit out of your kid because that's what you're doing. You just don't see it yet because you're like, no, no, I'm a good parent. I didn't spank my kids. No. You shoved a mask on them, though, and then told them to go to school and sit there all day. And they have no idea why the fuck they're sitting in a mask because children don't know that and they're looking to you for guidance and protection. You fuck. Good luck, folks. I'm trying not to be condemning, but it's also the truth. And sometimes you have to get kicked in the balls to really see it. <sighs> the pain you all are going to feel soon is going to be so great. But, you know what? Nobody can feel the pain anymore because there's so many goddamn pills for things. Uh, so many things to drown out those feelings that, you know, it doesn't really matter. There's so many God, people could... Result, what do you want? Depression? Xanax? Uh, Adderall? Uh, what do you want? We got everything to make you... What, you want to get up? You want to get down? You want to see shit? You want to go on a journey? Drugs are bad, okay? Uh, yeah, drugs are bad. They don't do anything. And this comes from a guy. I loved my drinking days. Trust me, I had a lot of fun. I did. I had a great time. Well, I had a lot of, a lot of stories. A lot of women. A lot of things. I'm not saying I'm taking proud of. I'm just telling you that's what it was. You know, there's no there's no boasting about these things, guys. I tell you, about, this is why people's life experiences are important. When people share what they did and the, the realization they had in their own life and how it turned out, it's really important to listen to those people. Because when you turn a corner so big and your life no longer looks like that and you're not on that path, you should really, those are the people you should listen to in life. Those are the people you should look up to. Not the retarded fucking people in uh, Hollywood that are literally born into uh, slavery and sodomy and Satanism. Just let them go, guys. All those people, it's like dynasties of families. You're like, oh, they, they did so good. They were a good actor. I'm like, they're born in that world. That's what they do. You know? Let it go. Be grateful for what you got. It's never going to get any better. Reflect on your own life and stop justifying the bullshit. God. I want to throw my sister-in-law through the fucking wall sometimes. Like, you know, when we get her in person and we start telling her a little, to start sowing some seeds of truth, she kind of comes over. She's like one of those in-the-middle, lukewarmish type people when she's open-minded. But as soon as the, she we, she gets away from the, the man, Adam, which is us, me, her brother-in-law, and her sister, uh, she goes back to her man, who's weak, and a, pretty much a serpent himself, she goes right back to it because that's how women are. If you don't have a strong sense of, uh, in your life of uh, no and really paying attention to reality, you become weak and you let women lead and then it all goes to hell. Those are usually men with mom issues. <clears throat> it's the truth. You can go ahead and pretend it doesn't happen that way. I'm going to sit here in my reality which is actual reality, and have a good time. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to teach my son cool shit. He's going to be a good, strong, honest man. Why? Because he just already is. That's the funny thing. There's nothing you really have to do. He was born amazing. He has so much joy in life that I just reflect and I go, how can you not see it? Huh? How can you not see it? 
I can. I hope you all can too. Don't take yourself too seriously, folks.